Have you ever had to give yourself a pep talk just to walk into a car dealership? Or have you ever thought to yourself, I can't trust car salesmen. They don't have my best interests at heart. I'm here to debunk the myths and break the stigma. Welcome to Car Man Conversations, the podcast. Welcome back to Carman Conversations, and I'm really happy to announce that this season, it's all fresh, it's all new, we're going with a more interactive weekly update of what's going on in all things Ashley Master, LDC, the world of football, anything else associated, and it's around general topic, and we really encourage the listeners to, um, to dial into this and shout out to us about what sort of topics they want to talk about, any questions they got or anything in their mind. Um, this will be a weekly thing, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm joined once again by Rach. Welcome, Rach. Hello, and, uh, everybody. Look forward to this cracking season of Car Man Conversations. So. It's going to be really fun, and just keeping it really fresh um, and reactive, I guess, to what's happening every week will be cool. So I haven't seen you much this week, Luke. We haven't spoken. What's been happening? A bit going on, actually. So a bit going on in the market, a bit going on in the dealership, a uh, bit going on everywhere. Yeah. So it's been a, a bit action-packed, but everything is positive. Everything is good. Some good energy here, that's for sure. So. What did you get up to on the weekend? Weekend was actually a little stay over at Tangaluma. So it's been a little linen minute since we've been there uh, with the final renovations being done. So the house has been painted now. So Jess and I decided to venture over and and uh, spend a weekend at uh, Tanga. Talk and, uh, me through it. What it was you bloody to? good. It was just actually, it was really nice. It was a really nice weekend. We just went over on Saturday and uh, the weather wasn't the greatest, um, but it was just, everything is beautiful over there. It's like heaven. So um, just a fair bit of relaxing, a couple of sleep-ins, which I don't get very often. Um, a bit of traveling around the island. A um, bit of stuff, a bit of tidy up, a bit of maintenance, a bit of yard work. Your favorite? Um, all my favorite things. Uh, <laughs> all associated but um yeah everything it was just a really really nice weekend it was um really relaxing just what i needed it just feels like every time i'm there i feel so refreshed and feel like i'm a million miles away but we're on the doorstep you know so um no really good break yeah i feel like everyone always wants a holiday house but i feel like out of everyone you need it the most yeah all noise i probably do it doesn't stop it kind of starts when i wake up and stops when i go to sleep and kind of happens in between so yeah, the weekends away are pretty good just to, to wind down a little bit and reset. Um, just focus on what's important, what's not, and realign. Yeah. It's pretty easy in the hustle and bustle to get caught up in, in um, not the negatives, but you seem to get caught up in the, the, the day-to-day. Sometimes you can focus your energy in the wrong areas, and um, it's nice to reset. And um, with a little almost three-year-old, doesn't allow me much time to be doing work stuff, and uh, it's more full, full bore all the time so I just enjoy some family time and get my head kind of cleared and relax and get back and be the uh the most energetic in the room to plan absolutely and I don't know about you but do you just feel like this year is just going crazy going like crazy. how are we in June yeah I don't know I just I say this every year that each year goes quicker and quicker but here mm-hmm. we are in June already half a year um I'm redoing budgets for the for the following financial year already feeling like it was yesterday that we set these, you know. So um, everything happens real quick. And I think it's a, it's a really good lesson for us to think about that you just need to take a step back and watch what happens, soak up what you've got, celebrate your wins, um, and focus on the little things because they're so important because time happens, things happen so quick. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, it really catches up on you. 
Speaking of things happening so quick, rain is three this weekend. My baby boy turns three on Sunday. How crazy. Yeah, hasn't that gone quick? Hasn't that gone quick? He is a treat, that little boy. Um, He's been talking about his birthday for two weeks solid now. Uh, (laughs) He's got a Paw Patrol party and tells us about all his friends that are coming. Um, Can't wait to celebrate his special day. That boy, I tell you, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. He's got a lot of energy and... um, just a ball of excitement funny witty um he's got it all that kid so uh yeah he definitely keeps you on his toes but yeah three i can't believe it cannot believe it so what are you doing for his birthday uh just a little party so i'm gonna have paw patrol mad at the moment so we're having a paw patrol party for him um for those who aren't um new <laughs> mums or dads what is paw patrol uh paw patrol <laughs> so uh it's their crime stoppers it's um uh, in a little city um, called Adventure City, and uh, they don't have the police that come to the rescue. It's more the the uh, the dogs, the uh, the poor patrol. So sounds like my kind of show. <laughs> there you go. It's actually quite good. Thank you for Give that little synopsis. <laughs> there you go. Um, now, Luke, how does it feel to lose not just one game but two games in one week in the footy? tough, tough. It's a tough slog. A, being a Dragon supporter is hard work. Hard work. And um, I could talk about that for hours because there's so many different parts of that that frustrate me. And it actually affects my week. So a Dragon's loss actually affects my week. So a little funny story there is... um, It would be affecting a lot of your weeks. Well, it does. It's um, We've had two wins uh, all uh, all up. Like, it's been tough. Um, They've been in the game for... You know, there's probably seven or eight games there where they, they should have and could have won, but they haven't won, they can't execute, they've forgotten how to win, and it's frustrating. And when you're very, very passionate about it, mm-hmm. and you live your life around the Dragons playing, um, it's a tough pill to swallow. And it was funny, on the weekend, it was, um, you know, when I said to Jess, I said, oh, this is what we'll do on the weekend, and we're at Tango, and we'll do this and do that, but the Dragons are playing at 6.10 on Sunday night, and... And then I had a little Wi-Fi issue um, where I uh, had no Wi-Fi. Full island spec. And, uh, yeah, and I panicked because it was like, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to watch the Dragons? I can get by with everything else, but the, no Wi-Fi. So um, <laughs> anyway, with some quick thinking, we were able to um, hotspot and able to watch the Dragons. And um, for probably 70 minutes of that game, I enjoyed it when they were in the game, but the last 10 weren't the best. So that's been a hard pill to swallow, followed by the uh, Origin. Um, I didn't even enjoy that game. I thought it was a pretty average game of football. But um, And that's probably just one thing I just I touched on with um, with the team after that Origin game is just maybe just the lack of effort. You know, mm-hmm. um, I see it a lot week to week when you watch the Dragons. Um, you know, I don't think any one of those players go out on the field and want to lose. Like, none of them want to go out there and say, oh, look, I want to lose today and play 80 minutes and get belted up to lose. But it's about probably being um giving that 100 percent or more for that 80 minutes of the game and having your mindset right to be able to deliver a result um and have that winning culture and winning feeling of i'll do whatever it takes to find a win and Mm -hmm. um i would question that and you know just some of the things that i'm not used to seeing i guess from a from an origin game is that same habits you know of that will to to win and that will to do the little things and Credit to Queensland, um, bloody good performance, and it shows mm. they, they've got every bit of that will and that want, and um, they just powered through um, and can do it against all odds. And and I use that a lot back to the team, is that you know, you've know you got a job, we wear our jersey every day, and you've got a job to do to turn up to, but 
It's how you apply yourself and what your mindset's like and how hard you're actually going to go to deliver that result. And if you want 100%, um, if you want to give 100%, you need to, to, to play for 100% of the time. Mm. You can't talk about it, you've actually got to do it. And if you want to get a result at that end of the day, you need to be accountable for every action you have over that day. So it's um, been good and, and probably my big thing is breaking it down from automotive and cars and we don't want to talk about cars all the time. So I revert a lot back to, to football. And there's a perfect example of it there, you know, some things mm. I'm passionate about that are no different, you know, professional sports players to professional business people, like, and what do we do? We've got a standard and, you know, when a customer comes through the door here, they want to get that the best performance. Yeah. And as a and as a viewer and as a fan, we want to get the best you performance out of our side, you yeah. know. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of relative both ways. So yeah, it's been a been a tough old week. It's been a tough season actually to be a Dragon yeah. supporter. It's been a long time since I've seen them at the bottom of the table. Um, you know, 2010 was the last time we saw uh, them win a premiership, and I'm and I, I was stoked to actually the first premiership I'd, I'd actually seen them win, and um, you know, uh, since then it's been tough, mm-hmm. and uh, these last few years in a row um, have been really really difficult. But anyway, I still turn up every week. You and, do, um, you do. We're out there playing the Rabbitohs this Saturday at three o'clock, and um, I'm sure. As I do every day, we'll go in with the mindset of they're going to win. It's going to be an upset, but um, we'll see about twenty past four on Saturday where we're, where we're at. But anyway, I'll shoot you a text. <laughs> where Where does the uh, dragon supporter in you come from? Oh, it's a bit of a long story, and I've I've said this a thousand times over, but I'll say it again. So we it goes back to grade one. Uh, you had to do a project at school. It was like that you do two major projects um, on the old cardboard. Um, you're probably too young to, to know this. Is Gro- this in the box? Growing up in the technology world, you do. But no, it was on cardboard and you actually had to um, write what your project was on and then get um, you know cutouts and so on in there and you'd present to the rest of your class mm-hmm. what your project was on. And I did two that year. One was on Frangia Penny Trees, so I can tell you a fair bit about them. <laughs> and the second one was on your favourite football side. And um, at the time I was playing uh, Aussie Rules and um, Hawthorne was my favourite team, so I wanted to do Hawthorne. And, Someone was doing that, and um, then the teacher said, well, what about, you know, another team, and what's your, what colours do you like? And I said, oh, I like the red and white, I like the swans, and um, they said, no, 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 someone's doing that one as well. And um, I said, all right, well, the red and white rugby league team was mm-hmm. St. George. So um, I decided to do mine on St. George, and um, it was a great thing, actually. I bonded with my dad over this. so. It was our thing that he would bring the newspaper home and going back then, this is a long time ago, going back then that there wasn't, you know, the, the social media and, you know, access to every live game of football and everything yeah. else. There were Saturday games at three o'clock on a Saturday you watch on, on the ABC. Um, and there weren't weren't many more that you see apart from the Sunday afternoon game. So my dad would bring the paper home every day and I would cut out little snippets of, you know, the, the little tiny bits around what the Dragons had done and what they, the latter. And I became obsessed with that. I actually enjoyed it and loved it that much. And I think Dad loved it because he'd bring the paper home and he'd read the paper and then the end of it would give me the sport and I'd read that and then I'd go through and I'd cut it all out. And it actually continued on from there where I knew every player, I knew them inside and out. Um, Even past the project, I kept scrapbooking, I guess Hmm. you could call it. How old were you at this point? uh, I was grade one. So I would have been six or seven years old. And and yeah, I, I continued on with the the scrapbooking right up until, I don't know, years later. Um, and I'd cut out everything. And then um, I moved from there to Rugby League Week. And I reckon right up until I was about um, 
probably 25 or 6 I had every edition of Rugby League Week um, that I had and was obsessed with the Dragons and knew their first grade side their reserve grade side and stats and everything else of it and um, my kids have been forced on them to be Dragon supporters and um, (laughs) yeah I've been Dragons through and through ever since so it's funny. What a, yeah. what a story. I yeah. didn't expect that we'd get on that kind of rabbit no, hole. No, and, wow. that, that, and then everyone says, but you're a Queenslander. How do you go for New South Wales? Well, back then, um, there was no Queenslanders playing, uh, no Dragons players playing for Queensland. They were all yeah, playing for New South yeah. Wales. So how did you sit for State of Origin and actually go against your players that were playing in the opposition team? So I ended up then starting going for New South Wales and, you know, um, and then I couldn't change back. So very, very passionate Dragons supporter, um, a passionate New South Wales supporter when it comes to State of Origin, only because of the players and just I I can't change my ways there. But yeah, that's how it all happened. So when you believe about something or when you get that involved and engaged, it's amazing how much um, you can end up going um, to the nth degree of it. And I literally did. I actually loved it and right up like all those years, Rugby League Week and then Big League. um, And still today, my week revolves around what game time the dragons are playing yeah yeah so do do you prefer it now where there is so much media on the players and when they're in the game you know there's just all the cameras whereas you know you go back i don't know how many years but you know if the ref called it the ref called it but now there's just so much behind it yeah it's a lot more political than what it used to be um it take away a bit of the fun Mm. um i think with technology now it's the era, it's the movement we're in, um, and it takes away some of the quality football. Yeah. That's what I, I like about Origin, the way Origin was refereed yeah. as opposed to a club game is totally different. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that it, it's far more free-flowing. And, you know, and I guess it's the generation. So the generation growing up now and playing rugby league now as juniors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're used to it. Yeah. You know? uh, so the generation before that was different. The generation before that was different. So true. So I think it's just a generational thing and you get used to it and you still love your team. Yeah. You just get frustrated. and You can't change um, it. No, so you can't. Go with it. You can't. But yeah. um, the players, um, credit to them, they play a um, very physical sport. And, um, yeah, the, there's 38 different angles you can watch from them or different <laughs> cameras and they're under, under complete speculation, I guess. And that's from what we see and from behind the scenes, from training, you know, with the technology, from medical sides of things, yeah. with, with monitors and tracking their, you know, their, their line speed and, you know, fatigue and everything else. It's um, it's something else, you know. So, again, we talk in 10 years' time, it'll be totally different, won't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, you know? so, yeah. Watch this space. Yes. Now, Luke, what's been going on with work? How's your week been? Yeah, it's been okay. Uh, I just feel a little bit um, under the pump at the moment. I've got a lot of moving pieces, so we've yeah. got a lot going on. Um the back half of the year for us is, is pretty busy with a couple of new model launches with CX-60 and 90. Um, we've got a lot of activations that we're involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all these different events that are that are happening that, you know, that um, take a lot of organisation. Uh, there's a lot of, um, I guess, sponsorships and arrangements and, and, you know, with ambassadors that we have, there's always things going on that and events and so on. So there's a lot of that stuff that, that happens that is, is timely. Um, and a bit going on too here, you know, we're, we're finishing a financial year. You look at where we are, and like I said earlier, is that you, you've really got to take an opportunity to um, to, to celebrate the wins. And I don't think we, we take enough of those times because we, we're just moving so quickly all the time. Always looking for the next Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's been good. I, I'm, I'm stoked with where we're currently at. We had an excellent month last month, so May was a really good month for us. We delivered... 300 new cars, we delivered 72 used cars, um, which have been our best used car month for a little bit. Uh, service was a great result, there was a great finance and insurance result, aftermarket was again spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, and some really great staff growth, um, I'm really proud of my staff. 
that they continue to step up and grow and develop and shine. So, uh, but with that, 90% of my week is around player player management yeah. and mentoring. Um, and that's where you spend your most time, you know, you, you relax on that and you drop your standards. So um, that always keeps me very, very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a, a few things going on with Master at the moment. Um, you know, which is great. A lot of stuff happening behind the scenes as well. Can you give any any um, specials? Oh now? no, more more a bit around a bit of end of financial year activity. Uh, yep. What's going on with CX sixty? So we're close to the launch of that CX ninety. There's a um, there's a big focus with Master two just around some. I guess more around customer service and you know what things that we've adopted internally that we're doing. Yeah. Um, I'm off to Melbourne next week to spend a few days there just around um, probably um, using some benchmarking for us of what we can do better from a customer yep. service point of view. Um, doing some dealership visits, doing a bit of study too around um, professionalism, people, systems, process. Uh, also um, a little bit of a, I guess, a, a mission around uh, with the hospitality um, sector of standards when it comes mm-hmm. to customer service, profiling of people, uh, recognition of returning customers, um, retention. All these things are really important in our business. And mm-hmm. again, if you just focus in automotive world, you talk automotive language. Yeah, this is why I like to branch out and try um, some other spe- specialties, and and then try and bring that skill set into our game. So, a uh, bit of that going on again, time consuming, but if you're just happy with what you're doing, you'll just keep turning up with the same result. Yeah. So, I never want to be complacent. I want to keep um, dialing it up and um, and being the best on ground. And to yeah. do that, we've got to try some different things and for sure and have a go. So yeah, always very very busy. Well, that'll be really exciting. And then I guess next week we can get a bit of insight into your Melbourne trip. And hear Absolutely. All about it. So yeah, when we podcast next week, it'll, it'll I'll be a, able to give a bit of a wrap. I'll have a lot of energy around that. I love this stuff. I love um, probably testing yourselves in a market and yeah. testing yourselves to see what we do really well. Um, you know, as an owner and operator, you like to think that you're the best in the game. Uh, and sometimes you realise that there's other people doing some things out there that you hadn't thought of. And then I get excited about that, about, you know, not that I know they're, they're doing a better job, how can we kind of get better than what we are? Yeah. And I um, always like to, to probably be a, a step or two ahead of the market, and I think this would be a really good test for me to see where we where we sit, what we can do better, adopt some things from a different um, in different industry, mm-hmm. um, and then mentor some of the staff and get them heavily involved. So it just won't be me driving this, there'll be quite a few people involved in it with um, uh, with player management and probably uh, role models and uh, mentoring and some coaching going on. So yeah. uh, all my frontline staff will be involved in this over a period of time. And I'm looking forward to rolling it out actually and seeing the result and how much engagement I get. It'll be really, really good. Sounds like a pretty exciting time. For yeah, definitely. It def- definitely awesome. is. Definitely yeah. is. And this is the thing. It's always about new opportunity and, and finding a way to get things done, finding a way to make things better, finding a way to create uh, better opportunity um, and I think overall when you put it down to everyday experience you always look for something that um, that makes you feel good and you always look for something that that um, gives you good energy and good vibes and and it's the feel goods you know and I think that's a lot of it is how relationships are built with customers and third yeah. parties and um, and you know I, I think that people look for that stuff they look for that to, for, for drive um, you know, so I'd like to think that if we can keep bettering ourselves in those areas, that we'll grow personally, professionally, but it'll be a, a good staff development. So yeah, definitely, that's exciting. Um, we are right in the thick of end of financial year right now. We're going hard on our campaigns. Yeah. How how are you feeling? You know, we're halfway through the year. Are we are we there? Are we reaching everywhere that you want to go? Or yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, as far as end of financial year, every year is different. You know, you, you think of, you go back over previous years and, 
um, some of the new staff come on and say, oh, looking forward to end of finals year, what should we expect? And it's not the same as the year before and the year before that. And no, a lot of it especially is hinged, the previous years. Well, it's been different, you know, with COVID and stock, stock supply, um, you know, pipeline. Um, we're in a pretty good position. Like I said, we had a really good May. I've got some good stock levels coming through in June. Um, there's a good reason, to t- a great time to buy right now with mm-hmm. the um, with the sale event that we have on. Yeah. Um, and it's a great time, I guess, for, probably as a reset, you know, from a business point of view, um, to kick off again with a new financial year. So, yeah, um, yeah we're going along well. Um, we, we got plenty of, um, I guess, opportunity out there for buyers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, for us, there's a lot that always happens behind the scenes with trade cycle management and prospecting and um, you know, you just don't wait and it's and when people say, Oh, when is the right time to buy? Yeah, like June is a great time and then there's great savings on. Um and, and right now probably it doesn't get any better as far as offers go. No. Uh, and from a stock position we're in a pretty good position as well, you know, of being able to we've got over hundred cars in stock at the moment which are available for immediate delivery and you know, six months ago. Um I would have loved to be able to say that, but it didn't exist, you know. So we're in a pretty good position. Yeah. Yep. Really good. And um, so we haven't really spoken to the listeners on the podcast for a few months now. A bit has happened in the economy, uh, interest rates going up and um, inflation rising. How are you sitting in all of that? Uh, yeah, it's different again. And, um, you know, I guess there's a couple of ways to look at it. You can mirror the market. You mirror the market, you become safe, conservative. Uh, you think, oh, no, interest rates are going up. You know, we better hold off. We better not purchase right now and all the rest of it. But you know, like if, if we had that mindset to anything, we wouldn't buy anything, we wouldn't do anything, we wouldn't go out, we wouldn't we wouldn't have any sort of lifestyle at all. Um, but at the same time, people need to be conservative mm-hmm. um, and think, okay, well, when is the right time to buy? When isn't the right time to buy? The market's always going to go up and down. And yeah. I had this conversation with my daughter last night, actually, um, and she's very, very smart when it comes to that and, and uh, around, you know, the market of like, what do you do? Thinking ahead, like it's not going to stay like this forever. Um, you know, is now the opportunity to bunker down or what do we do? Will it, will it interest rates, they're going to continue to go up, but they're going to come back down. And that was my advice is always that, yeah, they're always going to flex. There's always going to be some ups, but the, with the ups, there'll always be some downs. For sure. And it creates opportunity on both levels, you know. So, um, again, I think this is a, the prime time. And I was talking about some of this this morning that a lot of people don't put that in consideration and they treat the, the market uh, and play what's in the market right there and then with no foresight. Uh, and no vision, I guess, and and overcapitalize and probably go a little bit too hard. And then when that when the the, the market changes a little bit and interest rate changes and cost of living goes up, etc., that they get caught, you know. And I think that's relative to where the mindset is, you mm-hmm. know, um, is that you've always got to be ready for that fluctuation somewhere. Yeah. The fluctuation down and the fluctuation up, you know. So um, and be an opportunist, you know. You've got to be. Uh, have your head in the game and you've got to have some vision and set some goals and some planning in place and um, and you've, you've got to adapt to the market and be ready for those ups and downs you know absolutely so. I mean it always makes it hard when the media is all of a sudden so intrigued in um, you know the RBA and what's happening every every month it's just it's crazy that they're making it worse for everyone yeah I think so and then uh, media too around car sales you know I, yeah. I, I saw that the other day it was on the in the background on the TV the news and it caught my eye uh, the media saying now it's the time to buy. Like these cars have seven thousand dollars off recommended retail, and <laughs> this car's a two and a half thousand dollar bonus, and and blah blah blah, and so on. But they're not looking at the you know the stock availability, what what car they were, whether it was new, used, whether it was a demonstrator, yeah, um, you know, and the the circumstance behind it. And again, it goes back to a lot of people get caught up in that with with the RBA, I guess, with that with with uh, the media mm. around you know what's hot, what's not, you know, should I be buying now? 
uh, you can get caught up in that noise mm. or you can actually do your own sort of uh, market research. Yeah. And it's always good to have your head in the game of knowing what's what. And I, I suppose having a trusted opinion, you know, so. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And important. I guess that's what we try and push here as well. Like even if you're not ready to make the jump right now with a new car, still come in and still talk Absolutely. to the team because they're going to set you up to be in the perfect position when that time comes. Like you never know what's going to happen um, with your car, whether it, it dies, whether, you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, the time might. might, You're right. The time might not necessarily be right now, but the time's right any time to be getting a bit of advice and and putting some plans in place. You know. Yeah, education Um, is power. It is. It is. I find that a lot with. um, We offer the service through through my social media with um, Trade Tuesday, and I've got a lot of people there that will dial in and ask about you know their trading and um, and not so much for now, but to get a bit of their an idea of scope of what their car's worth. Yeah. you know what the current market is and and i love that i love the fact that we're able to give that service where we can provide an indication of what a trade-in may be worth um not right now but you know starting a conversation around hang on the market's hold or you know bt50 might be three months away or if you're looking at a car and you want something now might be the right time because it's going to be a five-month wait you know yeah uh, it could be around interest rate it could be what's available now it could be about my trade-in that, that 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 you know needs a lot of mechanical work what do you think is now the right time to do it or am I not going to get that money back as a return? So that's a service that I'd like to provide, um, or well, I do provide to, to offer people. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's that no obligation. I want to be the car guy. I want to be the car man and, and help out and give some advice where it's there. Totally. It's kind of like looking at you um, as they would their financial advisor or yeah. their... I don't know, anyone really who's offering them ongoing advice. It's yeah. really no different. Um, Except I won't, I won't invoice them after a consult. So. Exactly right. <laughs> Free of charge. <laughs> Maybe when they buy their car, but that's about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so are there any new kind of car market updates for everyone to know about? Uh, no real car market updates. Um, the, the bit of a change a, a little bit with uh, instant asset tax write-off. So that actually, yes. um, as of June 30, um, the threshold changes is 150k instant asset tax write-off now. That as of the first July drop back to 20k. Um, so talk so, talk us through that for for people who don't understand. Bring it back down to everyday chat, chit chat, and and what does that actually mean for someone? Um, just from a business point of view, that it's an opportunity then for an for an instant asset tax write-off. Uh, so for anything under that 150k, and and obviously they're going to need to get their accountant's advice of what's right and what's not right, but. Yeah. Um, Financially, if they're in that position, now's a perfect time for for um, that instant asset tax write-off. So yep. up to that value of 150k. Uh, post that, it's still there, but not to the uh, not to the figure that it was come first of July. Yes, and, and that that's not a case of order now and pick it up in a few months. It needs to be sold and delivered prior to June 30. Yes, and am I right in saying that when you're referring to the instant asset tax write-off? You are you are able to claim the tax that you would have to pay for that car, so it's around thirty percent of that asset, whereas you'd usually just claim the depreciation Correct. over the exactly years. Exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly right. Very good. So it's a great time to buy, um, along with any other many other reasons. So um, other updates, I guess, is that the rates seem to be um, to be moving around a little bit, not not yeah. not lower. They they continue to rise that that little bit. Um, stock availability has been. Um, Probably better than what it's ever been. Yeah. Uh, now there's still a bit of a wait in certain mod- on certain product, certain model. Um, the good part of that is that the used car cycle is in a great position. So we currently hold around about 80 cars in our used car yard. Um, by the end of um, June, we'd like to think there'd be around about 100. So I've got that yeah. trade cycle management flowing really, really well. Um, Just on that, with the used car um, centre, 
can you use uh, can you purchase a used car and then um, offset that with the instant asset tax? Yes, you can. you can. Yes, you can. Yeah. Same, That's good same to know. thing, which is a, which is a great thing. Yeah. Um, other other updates. Um, We've still got it in from a from an Ashley Master point of view. We've still got our normal. Uh, we've got our campaign for end of financial year, with three massive offers from a used car point of view. Every every used car purchase receives fifteen percent off servicing for life. That's on all makes and models. Uh, we've got our multi policy family discount through our service department. So any referral there, you can you can save up to twenty uh, percent uh, off your service cost, and that's also on all makes and models. Have our same services available that we do with our mobile service truck. Uh, our loan cars, uh, service drop-offs, uh, home pickup and delivery, 24-hour test drives available on BT50 and also our, our passenger car range. Uh, so all our normal stuff. Um, a bit going on. There is a fair bit. There's yep. a fair bit. And anything there that I haven't mentioned, um, I'm, I'm happy because the attitude with us is that we'll find a way to make things work. So Yeah, um, definitely. You know, uh, and, and that's why I'd like to be a bit of an open book and very transparent about any question. And no question is stupid, that's for sure. So... Uh, especially when it comes to automotive, because it's a, it's, a, it's a big market, obviously. And it changes all the time. All the time. Like every market, I guess. Another update is our CX-90 launch next Friday. CX-90 launch. So I'm really excited about this, the CX-90. So first, we were blessed with the 60, um, and we're, we're going to see those cars sooner rather than later. Um, and that will be a really exciting time to see that, that car hit the market. But the CX-90 is a... Uh, Another, another level level again, um, and I'm really excited about that car hitting our shores. That's not till later in the year. Yeah. Um, but the beauty of it, and I, and I uh, credit Mazda for this, is that we've got a um, vehicle coming to our launch that we'll be able to show, and this is months and months before it's going to hit the Australian market. Um, so it's a great opportunity for people to come and, and see that car well and truly before it actually is uh, is hitting the roads. You know. Absolutely. So, in the past, and especially over my time, is that you'd get a new car release and you wouldn't actually see the car until the car's released. Yeah. So my kind first, of puts you on the back foot. Well, it does. My yeah. first vision of that car would be on the showroom floor when they yeah. come off the truck and I'm, I'm running over to it to go and see this new car that was available for sale. Mm. This is a car that we're getting to um to explore and have a look at prior to it arriving, um, which we did with the 60, uh, which we'll do again with the 90s, and that's next Friday. So there's still available uh, spots there. Um, which is uh, going to be held at the BTP Conference Centre at Eight Mile Plains. Uh, so we will have a link um, attached that you'll be able to, to, to register online and go to that. Open for family and friends, not just yep. yourself, to have a look at. So it'll be a great event, actually. Um, the other little treat there is we're going to have a CX-60 on display on the same night. So for those people that missed the CX-60, we'll be able to look at the 60 and the 90 side yeah. by side. So. And just good to compare as well because they're similar but so different at yeah, the same time. Yeah, so different. And again, it's all new for us. So I haven't yeah. seen any of this CX range or 60 or 90. So um, it, it's going to be fantastic. And it's obviously going to um, be a big player in the market, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I'm excited. And just kind of watching Mazda take this next step in, in luxury as well. Yeah, Mazda Premium is a big part, huge. You know, some of the technology that's going to be available in this, these new cars is something else, you know. Mm. I think the tech that's in these cars now is something else. But this, again, is a whole new level. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited for it, really excited for it. And uh, it's going to open to a whole new um, new... new a part of the marketplace as well that we haven't seen before and some buyers that have really wanted that premium part of master that we haven't been able to deliver in the past that we now can Definitely. so i'm looking forward to, to showcasing that and, and getting some of those people that haven't been master buyers due to the lack of premium mm -hmm. now right in their space so it'll be exciting for us that's for sure it will be so everyone rsvp to that event if you want to attend Correct. june 16 6 to 8 p.m now 
Each week, we want to put the question box up on Luke's Instagram to get everyone to chime in on any questions that they want answered. Um, you know, we're here to to kind of deliver what you want to hear. So keep an eye out for that every week. I do have a listener question for you here, Luke. Yeah, perfect. So... Are there any payment options for upgrades done through your workshop, i.e. finance? Um, through finance, uh, we, we don't actually have, um, we, we can't take a loan out or um, offer or add to an existing loan that might be there for any workshop um, mm-hmm. um, service. However, we do have um, payment plans available and we do have an option there through OpenPay yep. uh, that we can assist people with. But I'm also happy to have a chat to them about that and, and work out payment plans that, that we can um, put them on depending on the scope of the work. Um, so we can work we'll talk about that. Um, happy to answer any of those questions and come up with some sort of plan. Yeah. So answer in short, yes, you do. Yes, we do. Great. Yes, we do. That's yes, good to know. Do. Anyone who likes the look of Luke's BT50, you can get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can. absolutely. Now, we also want to introduce a bit of a quote of the week or motivation of the week. Uh, For those who already know or those who don't know, Luke is very big on motivating his team here to deliver results and his morning sales meetings are definitely um, ones, a meeting that no one wants to miss um, and they're quite special. What is your week? What is your motivation this week? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I, it, I have a lot that changes daily, but probably the big thing that um, you, now you put me on the spot is. Well, each um, week you're going to remember I, I to will. come prepared. I will, but yeah, I, I guess I don't. <laughs> I just need to dial into what's probably. I have a lot of different motivation that, that happens daily, and it's probably one that strikes to me the most. Um, is one that I'll probably talk about in this week. Uh, it would be the power of people and like attracts like. Um, and I, I'm, I couldn't be a bigger believer in that, that, that uh, you, you're attracted to a certain type and generally the positive attract the positive, the winners attract the winners. Um, and the ones that, that, that probably aren't seem to attract each other. And you know, and, and I've always used this as some motivation to the staff is that it can be really easily, it, it can be really easy to get caught up in the irrelevant, almost toxic um, things that, that aren't rewarding um, because it's easy, you know, it's easy and it's, um, but sometimes it's harder to, to be, um, to focus on, on the good when it doesn't come as easy as some of the, some of the bad. So one thing that I've always tried to encourage others is that when you're feeling like that and you're finding it tough and you're finding it hard for that motivation is go and position yourself around the like-minded people. You know, position yourself around people you want to be like and what you want you want to feel like, how they make you feel and be able to deliver that energy. And, and that's what I always do. And, um, you know, for me for me to be positive all the time, I need to be around positive people. I need to have good energy. And, and then I, I just love and I strive giving that good energy to others. Um, and to me, when there's some, some negativity or some toxicity, I send it, I, I almost shut down from it. I'm mm. like a turtle that goes into a shell, you yeah. know, um, because you don't want to be part of it. No, and, but it's um, so easy to absorb it that. It is, yeah. it is. Um, so, yeah, I guess that would be my motivation is, um, and I think about this all the time, like attracts like, and when you think about it more, and this is on a personal level, it's on a professional level, it's in, it's in anything, mm-hmm. you know, and again, um, you know, these are some of the things going back to what we are talking about earlier with football that you don't see, you know. You're, I look at the Dragons and that must be a tough spot at the moment. You, you look at 
30 players that are in there they're, they're um, in their side you've got coaching staff you've got first aid you've got medical you've got trainers you've got fitness trainers you've got everything else associated so there's a lot of you know you, that ends up around 50 odd people plus you know there's there's, there's um, the club that's involved there with management recruitment and everything else so you talk about 50 plus number you think of 50 plus personalities hmm. you know and you think right okay so when you're in when you're not winning games when you've got you've lost a coach right you've sacked your coach You've got a new coach coming on board that you think you're going to get and you miss him, you lose your major sponsor. There's not a lot to be happy about, is there? There's not a lot. So what it comes from within then is those people that really, really strive to find the positive and the energy and drag those people along that really need that help and support. And they're the leaders. They're the motivators. They're the leaders. They're the ones that you'll always find that will will be playing for Australia or playing State of Origin or being captains of their club and so on. And um, So maybe that might not be necessarily right around you at the time, um, and but it may be that you know one of your favourite players is that player because he's what how he makes you feel. Yeah. And you know, and I look at some of those inspiration players that the, you don't know necessarily, or you see them on TV and you're not talking to, but they can give you the same drive subliminally as having that person sitting right beside you. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, to me, it's um, this is a message that I always give out to my family and friends, and, and something I'm a big believer in. And um, as I say to my wife Jess all the time, it's like attracts like, and you know you don't have to do much, and you'll find yourself surrounded by those same like-minded people. Um, and you know, um, when when you are struggling a little bit, and you know you feel a little bit overwhelmed by things not aligning and things not going your way, and you've got to look for that. Hang on, where's there's this fix? And I just need that bit of good energy, and I need a bit of that good power. And and how can be a game changer, you know? Yeah. But I, I don't want to wake up every day feeling. Um, down and out and feeling like you're struggling I want to wake up every day with feeling full um, and feeling with I wake up a feeling of really good energy and and love and support and when you wake up feeling like that you're unstoppable you know so and then I'd like to believe that I'll be able to deliver that to my team every day and um, you know so a lot of a lot of um your team will look to you for that to be Absol- that person absolutely yeah. absolutely and then I you know and, and with that from from I guess you see behind the scenes you see it with football but you see it again here is I run a leadership team so uh, within that leadership team I've got leaders there which we're we're spending a lot of time on player management and people and, and that positive energy and that helping others and just those little touch points to help people grow in its mindset yeah and um and we'd like to deliver that on and on so I'd like to think that um it, it's a it's a it's a big topic of ours and a big a big point, our point of difference. It's yeah. our point of difference. And um, I believe I'm a pretty good leader when it comes to that and Definitely. working really hard on growing the rest of the team to think the same way. And I guess to, just to add to that as well, um, like attracts like, but also if, if there's something that isn't serving you, something or someone, then um, get rid of it. Correct. Couldn't Put agree. it in the bin. Yeah, couldn't agree more. A couple of terms there with, you know, dead lettuce has always been one of them. <laughs> um, you know, I think sometimes it's it's the best thing too is um, you've, you've got to, that's not good. And if it's not giving you the right energy and the right positivity and the, and the, and the, the right feeling, it's not good for you, you know. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah, it can be easy just to, to use that as an excuse or, um, you know, be comfortable with that because it's easy. And it is easy, you know, and uh, that's why I've always had the big minority and majority talk is, if you're a minority and you're a, you're, a, you're really having a crack, that's always not going to be comfortable. Yeah. If you want to be comfortable, sometimes it's easy to adopt that. Oh no, you know, too hard, too hard, too hard. Mm. And um, I don't like to have any of that attitude here. And it's not something we bleed or breed as a game plan at Aspley Master. That's for sure. Definitely not. 
Now, we are coming to the end of this episode of our podcast, and each week I just want to do a bit of a weekly unwind where I'm just going to hit you with a random question. Yeah, go for it. So this week I have, if you could have five people over for dinner, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, Jesus. That's not No, no, <laughs> no preparation. No Jesus. Oh. <laughs> he didn't get an invite. <laughs> uh, five people that... Um, I would have. Oh, this sure, is, surely Matt Damon makes it in. Well, there. Matt Damon, I don't know. Like, yeah, Matt Damon would definitely be there. I'm a bit, bit intrigued by by Matt Damon. For those um, that don't know, Matt Damon is Luke's man crush. Bit of a man crush. Um, yeah, Matt Damon. So he's one. Um, Dana White. Yeah. Would be um would be number two. Um. I always um, am very, very intrigued by Dana White as a uh, in his sport and how he presents. Might be a bit different around a dinner table. Um, Definitely, some opinions will be thrown on the table. Yeah, and uh, but that's so, interesting. Some, sometimes that's uh, that's really good. Um, I'd have my wife because she's my wife, and I've got to have her there. But I love her company, uh, and she would add. <laughs> You're uh, not meant to follow it up with because I have to. No, I didn't mean it that way. I didn't. <laughs> she was a mandatory. She'd be there. She'd be the first pick. Can we put that before Matt Damon and Dana White, please? So <laughs> Jess first, Matt sure. Damon, Dana White. Um, Two more. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, it's a really tough one when you think about it on the spot. It is. Um, one person that, you know, that I'd, I'd have to have Alex Glenn there. Uh, Lexi's just that he um, he's the sort of guy that if you were to have around a table like that and you were to have some, some guests... That the banner would be there, but the uh, conversation would uh, always be at an extremely high level. But it's it's always it's very very positive, and it gives you a great mindset. And you always have the feel goods when uh, Lexi's in the room. So um, I feel like as well, it's always good to have your pal across the table. Yeah, it'd be, you know? be good, my boy uh, Lex there, and and uh, I'd probably have um, I'd probably have Mirzi there, my best mate Mirzi as well, because. Wow. Anyone in the world and you're choosing two people that are very close to you. Yeah. Look at that. I think it's important, you know, like those people, they they are what make you who you are today. You know, it'd be nice to have others to to share the dinner table with. But um, sometimes it's those that are closer that offer the inspiration, the drive and make you who you are. Mm -hmm. And with the wit, uh, the sledge, the personalities and when you share the same visions and you kind of, um, uh, it makes it so much more fun. And uh, and more filling, I think. So I, I reckon. reckon I, I reckon I would have thrown a comedian in the mix. I am the comedian. Thank you very much. Oh, is that um, right? <laughs> that, that's the first <laughs> joke. No, there'd be, there'd be a fair bit of humour, I reckon, between <laughs> us all there. I don't know how Matt Damon would go off um, as uh, on the dinner table, but it'd be um, it'd be great. I reckon he's got some like undercover wit to him. He's been yeah, around town some a good lot. Wit. He would have a lot of good stories. Yeah, Jess, Jess, and Lexi would throw up a fair bit. They're really good. Um, with uh, their, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the riddles. They're like both superstars on riddles. They have a riddle off. Um, I'm, I'm no good at the riddles. I overthink them. I'm, I'm, I'm overthinking like I do everything. Mm. These riddles and these two have worked them out backwards in logical thinking. So I reckon it'd actually be a really good table. What go, would guys. be more interesting is what the menu would be like, but we'll get to that another time. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put that in the next week's question. <laughs> so there you go. There's my table right. under pressure, but I reckon that would be... Uh, and of course, I'd love to have all my family there, but um, they would be just natural. It's only five, Luke. Yeah, you I, only know, have five. I know. I know. <laughs> One dinner. 
Yeah, well, there you go. There's my, there's my pick. Very good, very good. So that's it for this week's Car Man Conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. And I really hope you've uh, enjoyed the the new layout or the new format. Um, like Rach said, is that it's um, we, we would love to have any questions from the viewers around anything you'd like to talk about. You've seen I'm an open book, whether it be around football, whether it be about dinner, whether it be about anything car-related, um, any topics that we've got for Car Man Conversations, feel free Follow the links in the description below um, and we look forward to catching up with you. In the meantime, anything that you want to talk about, always available on uh, through DM, through my Instagram, LDC underscore zero one. But again, uh, thanks for listening and I can't wait to catch up next week on next week's Car Man Conversations. See you there. Thanks, Roach. That's all for today's episode of Car Man Conversations. Thanks for listening. If you're keen to learn more about today's topics, or if you have any questions, head over to my Instagram, LDC underscore zero one, or follow along at Astley.master. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe to us on your favourite podcast provider by searching Car Man Conversations. And please, if you love what you're hearing, don't forget to leave us a great review.